Hey, Mike, you like craft beer, right? Yes. You probably also like the outdoors too, right? Also, yes. Yeah, same here. So does our friends at parksandpints.com. Yeah, so the, the Parks and Pints is a nonprofit that collaborates with breweries to raise funds for parks and conservation research. And that's super cool. That is super cool. And if you are into all that as well, be sure to check them out on social media and their website, parksandpints.com. That's parks, the letter N, pints.com. Hi, Mike here, and I want to talk to you about Boozy Jerky. You might have heard Big Ray and I talk about Boozy Jerky on the podcast or seen us post about it on our social media. Boozy Jerky is beef jerky infused with craft beer, and they have a variety of great flavors that you can get shipped directly to you. They've been awesome enough to give us a discount code to pass along to you and whoever you want to pass it along to after that. What you need to do is go to boozyjerky.com, pick out all the different beef jerky you want, add it to your cart. When you go to checkout, you use the code CBBL22. Again, that's CBBL22. And that's going to get you 10% off your entire order. And then you get craft beer infused beef jerky shipped directly to you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. In a world where craft beer comes in cans, bottles, crowlers, growlers, kegs, barrels, and monstrous-sized bellies from every corner you can think of, Mike and I have two normal-sized beers to talk about and share with you. That sounded way better in my head before I just spilled all that out. Dear God, we just lost half our listeners. It sounded pretty good. No. You know, you know, they've done studies. 60% of the time, it works every time. Well, since we have scientific data to back it up, I'll just run with it. How's it going, man? Uh, I'm going pretty good. Don't act like you're not impressed. Uh, wow. Yeah, well, you have stupid hair. Great Odin's Raven. Knights of Columbus, that hurt. By the beard of Zeus. Chocolate milk was a terrible idea. It's so hot outside. I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> the man, the man threw Braxter off a bridge. <laughs> uh, oh. I'm very important. I have many leather bound books. <laughs> I want to be on you. <laughs> it's anchor man, not anchor lady. <laughs> Fact. Uh, Brick killed okay. a guy with a trident. Where'd you get your clothes at the toilet store? Oh yeah. We're going to take your mom out to a nice seafood dinner and then never call her again. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the ovary. That's what I'm going to do. Right in the baby maker. I like to put mayonnaise in the toaster. This <laughs> cotton candy's making my throat itchy. Uh, I don't know if I can come up with any more. I'm starting to draw blades kind of hard. We just spit out like 30 one-liners from that movie. And for those of you, I hope everybody knows, but if you don't know, that's all from the anchor man. Uh, the all fr- from the first movie, one, Anchorman. mostly? The first one. Yeah, absolutely. I think all of those came from the original. I think one of my favorite quotes on there, or it's like it goes something about 
diversity. It's like an old wooden ship from World <laughs> War II or something like that. <laughs> I was <just> like, what? <laughs> uh, um, the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> Why are you still going, man? Uh, I, I can't think of anything else. Uh, anyway, welcome to episode 111 with Biggest Ray Ray and Mike. That's right. Wow, yeah. 111. That's uh is that is that considered a palindrome? Uh I, I no. Cuz it's the same forward as it is backwards or whatever. I don't think there's a specific word for numbers forward and backwards. Oh, okay. It's not palindrome? Well, let me look it up. Number palindrome. Yes, I'm curious now. While you're looking that up, I need to keep talking so we don't have dead air. But it seemed like we yeah. just had a run of those with 2022, like February 22, or I don't know. Something. When know we had a bunch last year? Yeah, yeah. It is a. It's called a palindromic number. Ooh, there you yay. go. There you go, Ray. I stand corrected. You are correct. Congratulations. Is there a minimum number of characters to qualify? Because 111 only has, it's three digits. No, because they list uh, the first zero through nine, and then 11, uh, 22, 33. Okay. I mean, there's a bunch in there. Oh, sure. So. Well, hot diggity dog. Hot diggity dog, sir. Woo. So anyway, Mike. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm here to drink some beer. I'm sure the folks here oh are, are ready to, to hear us talk about beer. Yeah, but but before I get there, Mike, uh, we have a sticker sponsor. Surprise, surprise! Boom, boom, boom! So here, uh, thing for you with this, uh, I'm going to say our sticker sponsor is from Pecan Street Brewing, at a Johnson City, Texas. Sure how do, how do you pronounce? See, that's that's where I was going with that. I know no. a lot of people that say pecan. I, I swear, I and I don't know if she's ever going to listen to this. I thought we talked about this pecan versus pecan. I think we may have once upon a time. So I, I convinced somebody that if it's in the pie, it's pecan pie. If it's outside of the pie, it's pecan. That's right. Now that you say that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to text her and see. It's, it's uh, one of my former students uh, that... Um, after she graduated, uh, we talked and kept in touch and all that. And great, great, great gal, um, still lives there in Kentucky. Uh, her boyfriend is a really good disc golf player and oh, you're, a disc, right you're a disc golfer. So, you know, do you consider yourself a disc golfer? Uh, not anymore, man. It, anymore? I was big into it about five or six years, but I sold all my discs in, uh, my backpack case and all that stuff. I haven't played gosh, close to 10 years now. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Her her boyfriend uh, is a really good disc golfer, and uh, anyway, they're good people. Anyway, and and I don't, I'm sure she didn't believe me, but you know that's what I did. I said if it's in the pie, it's pecan. If it's outside of the pie, it's pecan. So hmm. I don't know. I like it. I so like anyway, it. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I got to circle back. So our again, our sticker sponsor, Pecan Street Brewing, out of Johnson City, Texas. Be sure to check them out on at pecanstreetbrewing.com or you can find them on Facebook and Instagram at pecanstreetbrewing 
So as always, send us a message on social media saying, I want those stickers within seven days of the release date of this podcast. And we'll be sure to get those in the mail to you. So thank you, Pecan Street Brewing. We appreciate your support. Uh, but Mike, uh, let's talk about the beers that we're going to be talking about tonight. Oh, real quick. Um, I was just going to say Johnson City. What, what is that, like an hour west of Austin? Is that right? I believe so. So this is a spot I haven't been to myself, uh, but I believe you're you're spot on. Okay, I, I know it's somewhere. <clears throat> sorry, I know it's somewhere west of Austin, but I I can't remember exactly how far. I've never been there, but I did look it up. I'm, I'm going to type it in real quick. Type it 53 in. Fifty three minutes. Whoa! Almost straight west of Austin. Okay, look at you go, oh, Mike. Dang. Okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah, they're good people. I, I, I talked to a couple of their folks um, when we were talking about being a sticker sponsor and all that, and they're super nice. So uh, next time I get down to the Austin area, they're on my list, sir. Heck yeah. Hey, uh, can I tell you that we're going to have a solid lineup, and we're going to drink two awesome beers tonight? Oh, I love solid lineups. Solid lineups. Bum, 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 bum. Today we got we're, – we're both going to be drinking the same beers, so we're each going to drink – beer number one and we're each going to drink beer number two so we're sharing both of these kind of the first one we're going to have is lost rhino brewing ride the tide and the second one and they're out of ashburn virginia that and, is correct and then the second one is going to be brutal beer works texas ragers they're out of north richland hills which is like the north fort worth metro uh, north richland hills texas so uh, we've got a texas and a virginia beer how about that? Makes, I like it, Mike. Yeah. So I, I love the variety, man. Yes, we're drinking yeah. IPAs, but man, we got two beers, two different breweries, two different states, two different time zones. I, I really, really love the variety we get here. Yeah. We're awesome. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's cool. We kick butt. All right. So let's have our first beer, Dirt. Let's do it, Dirt. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to crack it right now. You ready? Yeah. Oh, dude, that was probably your, that was maybe a top five for you right there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was solid. I don't know. Okay. You ready? Let's see if I can beat it. Uno dos trace. If I was in a judge just based on my hearing, I think you won by a lane slide. Oh, well, wow. you're sounded pretty good to me. So no complaints. Oh, well, thank you. Now, I do have to say, you know, I'm going to brag a little, Mike. My can yeah. cracking has improved greatly over the last 111 episodes. Yeah. No, I'd say that. No. I mean, when we first doing this, I mean, <clears throat> you were opening it like a child. Pretty much. And now you're opening it like a slightly older child. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. No, you, you, yeah, it's, I think it's just, you know, you work on the art form, Ray, and you've, you've, Put the work in, and you're getting better. You're seeing the results. I'm seeing the results. You know, I'm right. a goal-oriented individual, and it was a goal to be half as good as you at opening a can of beer. Because I never thought about it before. I just always open it and just like whatever. <laughs> then, then. Oh, I think I think you're. I don't. But you're you're good. Oh man. Yeah. What do you Dude, think? I like it. So this is not a first drink for me. Um, I visited this brewery. I've been there a couple of times now, 
in Ashburn. Um, for those of you that don't know, Ashburn, Virginia is uh, very near to the Dulles International Airport. It's about an hour west of the D.C. or Washington, D.C. area. Um, so I've been out there quite a lot for my day job over the last year. I've had a chance to visit a good number of breweries. Uh, and I, I like Lost Rhino. I like their beers. Um, so for me, this is what I knew I wanted to bring on the podcast. So I brought some of these back from my, my most recent trip. Made sure you got one or two so we could share these on the podcast. But I want to know uh, your first impressions, Mike. thinking about it. He is really, really thinking about it. Wow. Mike, uh, you should really, you should really start talking until I can see you oh over there gosh. on the camera enjoying this. I'm like, Mike, just stop drinking for a minute and tell us about it. <laughs> you know, no, what's funny is, uh, I'll be honest with the listeners. I had myself on mute and forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> I was trying to help uh, you out, man. Uh, that's all right. Good. I'll be honest. No. Uh, so I had to take a second drink of it because, um, I, you know, nothing is really, so it, it tastes great. Nothing is really standing out like really like significantly. Right. So I, I'm getting a little bit of the, a little bit of citrus and a lot of, a little bit of pine. I guess the pine is coming through a little bit more for me. So I'm getting a little pine and a little citrus and it's, it's pretty, you know, it's got a danky taste to it. Um, and, and I'm guessing that's more of the tropical and citrus hops kind of things going on. So what I like about it is not so that it tastes fine. It feels great in my mouth. <laughs> it's, 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 it, <laughs> You know, things just, just, they just happen. Uh, yeah. You know, you I know, know I what you meant, but it's not how it yeah, sounded. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's, it's very creamy. It, it sits light on the tongue. It's very pillowy on the tongue for me. Um, and it's light and it, it, you know, it, it feels good as you drink in it, as you're drinking it. Does that make sense? It does. So, uh, and, and the flavor, so, in all honesty, like th this is, this is a, the beer tastes fine. It is, this is not a beer for me that will stand out. Like this isn't like, this isn't a beer I'd say, Hey, you want this? This is the beer you go for it. You want that? This is the beer you go for. This is a, Hey, you want a really solid hazy IPA? This is a really solid one. Um, but I don't think it's going to stand out in any specific way. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I'm with you. Yeah. But I'm going to take another drink just to be sure. Do that. So for me, because I'm a big fan of West Coast style IPAs because I like the, the super, super hoppy, super bitter IPAs. I like the piney, danky notes, uh, which is no secret here. But I talk about IPAs a lot. Uh, this for me is kind of, it's more if I'm looking for, I want an IPA, but I want it dialed back a bit. I mean, this is a New England style India Pale Ale, no doubt. Yeah, I see. So it's easier to drink, right? It's like sometimes where I listen to heavy metal music, I want people screaming at me in the you know the heavy distortion on guitar. Sometimes I want to dial it back a bit, listen to Dua Lipa or something. You know, it's kind of chill. 
And uh, for me, this is the IPA for that. When I don't want that punch in the tongue, when I just want a more chill IPA. And so I think it delivers all the notes that we want. Uh, it's got some of the bitters. It's got some nice citrus. Like you said, it's got some nice pine, but it's not too much. You know, it's just kind of chill. Yeah. It's almost got me levitating. Levitating. Is that a Dua Lipa reference? It is. Oh, see, at least I knew. <laughs> at, at least, least I knew. So that was like my, my song pairing a few episodes back. Okay. That's why, that's why it rings yeah. true. There you go. Yep. There you go. I've got a good I've got a good song pairing for this actually. It's a song that came into my head and uh you know I'm gonna Google it up to make sure I've got the right name of it. Right on. But, now, but for me, like having visited the brewery, Mike, uh, it fits the vibe. It really does because it's kind of laid back, it's kind of chill. Um, I yeah. had a chance to visit with the owner uh my last time in, which was fun. Um he was actually uh maybe it was my first time there. But it was during a Christmas party, and uh, there was a lot, had a lot of Christmas lights up and decorations, and there were a lot of people dressed up like a Mr. or Mrs. Santa Claus. And it was just a good time, right? Um, where I didn't know about that, I just Googled a brewery and went to one I hadn't been to before. But I spent a few hours there and had some flights, and uh, just kind of, I didn't, I'm not going to crash somebody else's thing, you know, but I had a chance to visit with some of the locals and just have a good time. It, it was great. Uh, the owner was a very, super cool dude. I wish I could remember his name. I'm terrible, terrible at names. Um, but th- it was kind of odd seeing a dude with this vibe in a very rich part of Virginia because he's very West Coast to me. You know, I mean, you see, like this long, you know, hair. The owner of it? The owner of Los yeah. Rhino? Yeah. Matthew Hagerman or Matt Hagerman? Man, that sounds right. But, dude, I could see his face. I Googled it up. I'm terrible with names, man. Uh, that's, that sounds like it's probably right. Um, yeah. But just a super chill guy, man. Even had like a, a button-up shirt, whatever. Just totally fit the vibe. Man. You could tell that was his personality. Did he have a long beard? Uh, he did have uh, He did have facial hair, like say, like long curly hair to match. Yeah. So okay. not like scraggly old dude, but you know what I mean? Just kind of like the dude. If you remember the movie, uh, The Big Lebowski... Oh yeah, kind of uh, like it reminded me of like the dude with the, the facial hair and, and uh, long hair, but his was more curly than the dude. Sure, but just super super chill guy overall, man. He was fun to talk to. He's, you could tell he was very passionate about his beer and, and customer service and creating a an environment to just come in and enjoy something and chill out. Right. So, All right. And, also, and they also had a room full of pinball machines, which I thought was pretty lit. Dang. Like, oh. I know that's fun, Let right? Me some pinball, yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. I'm terrible at it, but it's fun to play. Oh yeah, like uh, I had a pinball game app on my uh, phone, and I am the absolute worst. I am the absolute worst. It'd be like three balls done. I'm like, oh come on, right? Yeah, you so enjoy set, it though, right? Yeah, I had to set it where it gave me unlimited balls just so I could keep playing. <laughs> like it's like uh, we're not. They don't you can't count that toward like. Uh, you know, being on the leaderboard or whatnot, but right. Yeah. Mike got unlimited balls. <laughs> I'm going with it, dude. You know, hey, that's, that's man. I like it for, uh, for my, uh, phone app for pinball. <laughs> dude, you're having hey, fun. That's all that matters. It's all that matters. Don't hate on me. I'm not the stuff you say pales in comparison 
Or I, when I say pales in yeah. comparison, what you yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, I think you had it right the first time, but we'll go with it. it no, oh, it's cool. no way. I, I say some really dumb stuff. There's no denying that. Yes. I, I should leave most of what's rattling around in my head exactly where that is, like in my head. Yeah. Uh, but again, I just lay it weird. out on, I just lay it all on the table. You do. You lay it all out. Like this Ride the Tide, the New England style India Pale L from Lost Rhino. Lost Rhino. Dude, talk about the turtle on the can art here. I really dig in the sea turtle, man. It's crazy, dude. So the sea turtle is great. So, like, I looked, I was like, Lost Rhino, what the hell does that mean? Or, yeah, you know. Uh, so So I looked it up and they have a whole thing on it. They're like, first off, what's the deal with the name Lost Rhino? So I, and I didn't know any of this. So rhino is actually inspired by a surfing term, a rhino chaser. It's uh, the person that chases the big bad waves, right? Right. And then they put lost in it because there's no surfing near Ashburn, Ashburn, Virginia. So they really are. If, if you're a surfer in Ashburn, Virginia, you're lost rhino. So it's yep. kind of, at least they have a story. They you know, do. You go, to, you, you go to some breweries and they're like, uh, what's your name? uh main street brewing and if you've got a main street brewing i'm sorry yeah and what it's what's worse is when you have main street brewing and it's on like park avenue yeah it's like bro <laughs> have a story you, why why did you do that or yeah, like we like if you're in uh let's just say you're in uh i don't know prior oklahoma we both know that place like prior brewing that's not called prior brewing though that's what I'm saying. That you wouldn't name that. That's my point. No. Oh, I'm with you because like I like Fat Toad. Yeah. Uh, in Prior, Oklahoma, in their new brewery, especially we've talked yeah. about that. Uh, it's re- really like surprisingly nice for a small town of like twelve thousand people in Northeast Oklahoma. They've done yeah. really well for themselves. I think people just. I think a lot of people want the story. You know, they want the story behind the name. They want the story behind the beer. The story behind the beer name. They want things that matter. Uh, the craft beer yeah. uh, folks. So, you know, uh, I think I'm not going to point, point out, we, we've gone to several breweries where you're just like, okay, you know, so. Like, uh, all right. Boring. Yeah. So for me, this beer isn't boring. No, it's not. Lost it's really Rhino, good. the brewery wasn't boring. Right. So some, some big wins for me, man. They got so the can art's cool. The name of the brewery has a history to it, has a story. The beer's really solid. Um, you know, it's, I'm getting some piney notes and some a little bit of citrus. Um, it's very creamy. Uh, you know, it's it's to me, it's uh, got a good uh, aroma about it. So, uh, you know, I think it's a good solid beer. I think if I was gonna have, if I was gonna pick something apart, right? I wish one of those flavors came on a little stronger and gave it a little bit more identity. Okay. So that's it. That's it. Oh, I mean, that's being picky. I think it's solid beer. So Ray, when you're ready, I, I've got my rating and I've got my song picked out. So, Oh, go for it, man. I want to yeah. hear it. So I'm, I'm going to give this beer a 7.5. Uh, as I said, I think it's good. I think it, uh, it it's, it's lacking something to make it great. Uh, that isn't a downfall. It's uh, just, you know, you separate the best. And I think this beer is a solid beer for when you're at the brewery. So anyway, the, 
I don't know why this song popped into my head, but it did. I'm going to choose a song called Circles by Post Malone. You ever heard that? Oh, I have heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, I, I had to, I didn't know the name of it. I just had to tune in my head. Uh, I Googled it up. And did you know Post Malone had a baby? I did not know that. He's a dad. Wow. Yeah. He's a dad. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. June 13th, 2022, which is today. He had a baby girl. So let's see. Uh, He announced it during an interview with Howard Stern. So. Wow. The king of all media. Yeah. Did you ever? I got a quick left turn here, man. Did you ever wow. listen to his show on uh, satellite radio? Who? Post Malone? How, no, no, Howard Stern. No, I didn't. I, I've only heard bits. I've got nothing against him spe- specifically. Uh, I know a lot of people don't care for him or they love whatever. Um, I just never, you know, I've never had, I don't think I've ever had satellite radio. Does that uh, say? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Anyway, you know, so. years ago when I traveled full time as a as a telecommunications technician, I was always on the road, man, traveling the country. Yeah. I had satellite radio, um, and I put it you know, from service van to service van. Every project, we got to sign a new vehicle, and man, I spent so many hours on the road listening to the Howard Stern show and replays. Was um, it pretty good? Even if you know, I even if I couldn't get on board with whatever he was talking about. Or some of the content, I always found it at least entertaining. Yeah. No, because nobody you listen to, you're going to agree with 100%, right? And some of his stuff I thought was pretty far out there. Yeah. Uh, but I was at least entertained. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm not bored. I still have like eight hours to go on this drive. I can listen to this, <laughs> like some more replays, whatever, before I turn my heavy metal stuff back on and be headbanging, going down the road. Or Spice Girls, because I'm 41, Mike. I still like Spice Girls. I don't care. I'll say it. You do you, sir. But you yeah, do you. I do what I like. Whatever, so, yeah, whatever. Howard Stern, man. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, we got off on a tangent there. Yeah, so uh, I need you to give me a rating and a song yeah. choice for Ride the Tide. So I really, I do really enjoy this beer. It's it's admittedly not my favorite IPA. I do prefer more bitterness. Uh, I like some more piney notes. But it's a New England style, right? So it's going to be dialed back a bit. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 because I really do enjoy it. I think it's a well-crafted beer. It's going to speak to a lot of people. Uh, it speaks to me. I mean, the can art's phenomenal. And I'm trying to kind of tie all of it in together, man. Uh, very enjoyable beer. I think it's sessionable. You can have a few of these and it'd be okay. I think this would pair great with street tacos, nachos, hot wings, all the things that we love, right? It's like a kind of an all-around beer. So 8 out of 10. And I'm going to pair it with this song by a band called the Xies, And the name of the song is Hey You. Okay. I, again, I think you're making up stuff. How do you spell Xies? E-X-I-E-S. Okay. And this X-E's. was a song and a band I honestly had never heard of until the original Guitar Hero came out. Yeah. And I became a huge fan. So love, love the music, this song, especially a lot of nostalgia for me because I played so much Guitar Hero in the day. And uh, this it just fits a vibe for me, dude. It was a lot of fun, man. You could rock out, hang out with some friends. I could totally drink a beer and play some Guitar Hero. 
And uh, I think it all just kind of goes together, man. All right. Cool. Well, uh, it's another song that I'm going to have to check out. Um, we need to go to a commercial break real quick. Um, Ray and I both had Ride the Tide from Lost Rhino Brewing out of Ashburn, Virginia. I gave it a 7.5. Ray gave it an 8. Uh, both uh, really good ratings. Uh, we're going to pick up with Texas Ragers by Brutal Beer Works out of North Richland Hills, Texas, right after this break. Nothing says welcome back from a short sponsor break than can art of a baseball player smashing the ever-loving beep smithereens. out of a hop cone. <laughs> Dude, I love the can art, Mike, on our next beer, uh, the Texas Rangers. Like, this hop cone looks like he's about to get smashed 425 feet right into the upper deck of the ball field. Yeah, dude. And he's uh, the guy that's doing it is uh, very green mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, has all the things that you'd make you think it's the Texas Rangers. But it ain't. Right. But it's not. It's not. So, Texas Rangers. Yeah. So, they're from, just, yeah. From Brutal. And this is a brewery you and I got to visit not long ago. Yes, on a, we uh, did. A weekend beercation to the Fort Worth area. We both went there, sir. And we had a we good did. time. We did have a good time. You paired your beer with some boozy jerky, if I remember right. I did. They had a special uh, mango release uh while we were there and i did pair it with some boozy jerky so by the way take a look at boozyjerky.com if you decide to buy some beef jerky which i highly recommend use promotion code cbbl22 and get a 10 percent discount on anything you purchase whether you buy one pack of beef jerky or a whole truckload you will get 10 percent off your order because you listen to craft beer bucket list and use our code CBBL22. Woo, yeah, shameless plug. No, no, it's not shameless. <laughs> I love Boozy Jerky, dude. Those, yeah, we're kind of bros with them now, but despite the, the relationship. They're super awesome guys. They yeah. make a badass beef jerky, and I'm happy to talk about it. And no, we absolutely did. We, I did pair yeah. some of their jerky with uh, this mango beer that they had. That was, yeah. uh, you know. The mango nada. Um, mango nada, that's right. Yeah. So, dude, that was a badass beer, by the way, man. Yeah, it was. All right, but we've got another beer in front of us. It's the Texas Rangers. It's a hazy we IPA uh, with, how do you say, is it Huel Melon and Lotus? You know, the melon is one I'm not familiar with, even as a food. Not me either. Yeah. Uh, Huel, Huel. It's I'm spelled H U E L L. So, I'm excited <laughs> to try this. This is a beer that we did not try while we were at the brewery. It is a uh, type so. of hops, sir. Huel Melon hops. Really? Yes. Huel w- Melon. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm not familiar with. Right. Ooh, so I was I like, mean, what kind of melon is that? I'm a dum-dum yeah. over here because it's that, a type of hops. Has a distinctive oh. honeydew melon and strawberry aroma. So there you go. Well, how about that? How about that? All right. Let's crack yeah. these beers. Okay. You go first this time. All right, I'll go first. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. Does that sound good? It did sound good to me. <laughs> it sounded good to me. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Dude, I think you're killing it now. You, you've Wow. The apprentice has uh 
surpass the master. <laughs> oh, I doubt that. Oh man. Yeah. So the best part is, is brutal built brutal beer works. Um, they're in North Richland Hills. We, that was like what our second stop, right? Mm. Was that a second? We went to false. Idol, it was we went then, to false idol first. Yeah. And then, and so then, we, yeah. we visited there with Tex loves beer. She was with us. Um, so we had, we had a variety of beers. Uh, we, we chatted with her and, uh, with, with the couple of the guys there. And then Taylor was there. Taylor was our bartender, beer tender. Our beer tender um, yeah. I remember, I remember Taylor very well. I remember Taylor saying like, cause they were having a, a crawfish boil the next day. And right. unknowingly I asked Taylor, I said, are you excited about the crawfish boil? And, uh, she was not mostly because she's vegetarian. Right. And it was like hey, a moment where I fair. was like, Oh man. Oh, my bad. But she handled with grace. She thought she probably yeah. thought I was a dumb, dumb, but that's all right. She was nice, but all right, I'm gonna take a drink of this beer. Uh, you, you should. Okay. It's a little different, right? This is very different. Uh, this is, man. <laughs> this now, this is a unique beer, man. Like I don't. So obviously, I never had that type of hops. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say, man. So you got the Huel melon hops and you got the lotus hops. Oh man. It's got I can't this is okay, so I'll let you talk for a second. I'm just going to Right. So at first drink, I was I was taken back a bit. I experienced some flavors I didn't expect to get out of an IPA. Uh, even with the Huel melon and lotus, which is okay, different, but you don't know exactly what kind of different. And I got hit with some fruity slash floral notes, which were kind of nice, but I didn't quite anticipate. Now it's like, yeah, this is this is different. And then after you drink it, I took a few sips, and then I started to really feel the the dryness on the back end of this. It finishes dry like a cider. Yeah. Uh, which which okay okay very cool. That's different for an IPA uh, yeah. to hit that kind of dry. But it's it's kind of fun. Uh, you know, th th it is definitely. So it's got, um, and I don't know, when you eat a honeydew melon, to me, when you first bite into the honeydew, it's not very good. It's after you're chewing for a second and you kind of get the back-end flavor that you like honeydew. Versus like, watermelon it's the opposite to me that you bite in a watermelon like yeah and then it quickly dissipates that's why you go ahead and you know you get you know you go ahead and chew it up and eat it and whatnot but to me on this it's somewhere in the middle like my first drink of it i'm not that impressed as i keep drinking it I, i'm enjoying it more and more it is very snappy it, right. Yeah. It's uh so I think in my critique of it would be I think it's a little mine's a little over carbonated. I think it's just a little too much. Um 
but it's very snappy. Uh, it's it's got a good to me. It's got some zesty to it. Um, but I mean, I, I it's you. It's you know, I'm not going to say this is a beer that I would just fall in love with. But this is this is a unique flavored beer. They've done a good job at balancing these these two hops and creating a hazy IPA with a with a unique uh, flavor palette and a, you know a unique beer all around. To, that's my thoughts on it. Right. No, so. that makes sense. No, I agree, dude. The dry it is so dry on the back end. Like I'm, it's yeah. I intentionally left a pause here for a minute. Cause I just wanted to see how long it linger and it's just hanging out. Yeah. It, it's to a point where it makes me want to drink more, even though I know it's just going to leave me with the same feeling when I'm done. Huh. And I think if you're selling beer, you kind of want that. It's like, let's give them something that tastes great, but leaves them wanting more because you know, it's just kind of that repeat. I can see it being a repeat drink unless you just are, are doing a flight or you're just trying a bunch of different stuff. Uh, this is one that just makes you want to go back for more because of that. And you know, something on the, the who L melon hops, well, melon hops, however you say, who melon hops, um, as they mentioned, uh, flavor, the words that, where'd it go? Do, 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 distinctive honeydew melon and strawberry aroma. And I'm not getting any strawberry out of that, but I think somebody told me this the other day. Strawberries look like they're going to taste a lot better than they do. Right. Right. And so unless you add sugar for like strawberry shortcake, I think strawberries are, they're not, they're a little underwhelming, right? They're healthy, good for you, whatever. But they look, they look like they're going to be like really delicious. And if you just eat a raw strawberry, it's all right. Yeah, it's good. But, but you got to give a little sugar. I'm with you. So I I want yeah, I wonder if this is kind of the same way. That's all. So I, I think this is a very unique beer. I think it's going to score well just because of how uh, how well it's done. Uh, you know, again, this is not a beer I would drink. This is probably a one and done for me just because the flavors are bold enough, and then IPAs aren't my go to for uh, you know long dr- beer drinking sessions anyway. But I like it. And I like the can art. I think it, the can art's well done. And something I noticed while we were at Brutal Beer Works um, is that all their can art is well done. So yes, yeah, yeah, I agree. So so just remind everybody, we're drinking Texas Ragers by Brutal Beer Works out of North Richland Hills, Texas. It's got an eight point nine percent ABV and an IB, eighty IBUs. You can check them out at brutalbeerworks.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Brutal Beer Works. Woo! All right, and, Ray, what do you think? I think I need a huge chicken breast with mole sauce. Mole sauce, huh? Mole, yes. Oh, man. I know we're not doing food pairings. I'm circling back to food, but I'm a big guy. I'm a foodie. It's just that's everything to me gravitates to food. I don't know why I'm not on the food channel, honestly. But I I really want some dirty Spanish-style rice right now. I really just want this big chicken breast and all the mole sauce. And if this makes me crave, it's going to sound a little funky maybe, but like those blue tortilla chips and cactus salsa, which is, you know, fairly common to find in Texas and New Mexico and whatnot. It's got a nice sweetness to it. Yeah. Uh, it has like an 
like cactus, if you've ever tried to, to handle it or cook with it, it's got an odd sliminess about it. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it's like okra, if you will. It comes out in even salsa and whatnot. You get like a different feel. And I think this beer is so damn dry. And it's a little, it needs a little sweetness. And I think that salsa would go with it. The chocolate and whatnot that's in a mole sauce. All of those things would just be like a perfect meal, dude. And I feel like I need to go back to Texas just for that. There you go. Oh, well, there you go. I, I I don't disagree with any of that. Yeah, like, oh, man. So, so Brutal's got my foodie gear spinning right now. Well, remember that mole beer we had? Was that Songbird or Noda mm. out of Charlotte? Uh, you know, I want to say beer. Noda. I want to say Noda. I think you're right. Yeah, anyway, I just remember that mole beer, and we were both pretty impressed with it. We're like, oh, yes. yeah, you know, this is actually really good. So, Right. I think we had like four or five flights. Dude, there's so many beers at Noda. Uh, yeah, we did, right. uh, We had a lot of beer that night, and that that re- definitely stands out, I believe, there. So we drank quite a few of Birdsong, too. Both fantastic breweries, by the way. But yeah. I do believe right. it was Noda that had that. I was following, I think it was New Hampshire Beer Couple that we follow on Instagram. Right. And they were recently in Charlotte, I believe. Oh, good for them. You yeah. know, they had a good time. Yeah. And, and one of your friends, uh, uh, your, uh, your, one of your friends you're friends with, that makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hoppy Hayes is out that way, right? She's still in uh, that area? Yeah, she is. Yeah, absolutely is. Yeah. How's she doing? Uh, she's doing well. From like, I haven't talked to her like one-on-one in a while. Um, but I follow her on, on Facebook and Instagram. She's doing good for herself, man. So kudos to, to Hoppy Hayes for, and she just recently celebrated her three year Instagram anniversary. Uh, she's got 20,000 plus followers. So she's, uh, she's, she's killing it, man. She had about 12 K when we met her. Uh, so she's just grown, uh, you know, on social media in the beer world and good for her, man. Slay all day. Slay all day. And she's nice. Absolutely. Like. Super, yeah. yeah. She's been a guest on our show twice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so she definitely knows her way around the beer industry. She's very knowledgeable. Um, but it's a bigger deal to me that she's friendly and personable and right. doesn't, you know, overplay your hand as far as being a social media influencer, dude. She's still very down to earth and is living her best life. Living her best life. You know. Like I said, she's a nice person. She's good. She's good people. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Oh, same. I'm happy. But dude, I'm going to circle back to brutal beer yes. works mainly. Let's do it. Like, Brutal's best. Yeah, we we kind of went off on a <laughs> brewery tangent in the whole other city. Uh, but no, I, I enjoyed my time at Brutal, and I, I mentioned being terrible at names. We got to meet the the manager while we were there. He sat down and had a nice conversation with us. We got. I felt like we got to know him. Um, beyond yeah. just being uh, a manager, super cool dude. Uh, I remember he had a, another guy with a big scraggly beard, which totally fits <laughs> his personality. Fits you know being a, in a leadership role at a brewery. And right. I remember, in, and what I liked about him is, even though he was a manager, he still did stuff. Uh, he was cooking some pizza, uh, yeah. for some other customers, and it's like you know when a manager will step up and do the things. Uh, that just is like another level of, of respect for me. Right. No, I agree. It's, 
in that role, you got to delegate, but also when you get busy, you just got to do stuff to take care of your customers. And he absolutely did that. And I thought that was pretty awesome. So something else that, uh, so you know this, that, um, I do a little woodworking on the side and, and I'm not great yeah. by any means, but I have fun with it. But something else I noticed is I was pretty, imp- I took pictures. I was pretty impressed with their, uh, picnic tables that they had in what well, I call them picnic yeah. tables are their right. tables that they had inside and their benches. And so I took pictures of that. I, I thought that was really cool. They did a good job, you know, and that's, that's a small touch. That's the details, right? So, right. Yeah. It all makes yeah. a difference, man. Yeah. So this beer is good. Uh, you know, I, I'd say if you're near brutal beer works and you can swing by and pick this up, it's worth a try mostly because how unique it is. Like it tastes good. Uh, don't get me wrong, but it's just the flavor and the hops they use that, you know, all, all this, all the things it's, it's, it's unique. What do you say, Ray? I agree with all of that, Mike. Yeah. I think it's a very good beer. It's not what I expected. I like getting a new flavor every once in a while or a new thing. We've had so many beers. You kind of just feel like I've had it all at this point. So when you get something new and unexpected, it's kind of a big deal. And I right. got that from this beer and I like it. <laughs> Well, uh, how do you how do you feel about giving me a rating and a song? Man, I'm struggling with a song. I've had several pop in my head. I'll go the. I'm going to give it an eight point five out of ten. Okay. I really enjoyed it. This is one I look forward to drinking again. Yeah. Uh, even I think for me this will be I'll be a one and done in a sitting. Like I don't want two right. of these back to back. But it's one I would go to for very specific things, and I like having a go to beer for certain scenarios. And I have a new one. Yeah. In a chicken mole with cactus salsa, man. There you go. <laughs> it's like it's such a narrow, you know, uh, thing for beer, but I like it. Especially it's your beer rating, you touch you want. Yeah, absolutely right. But the first song that stuck it or popped in my head, uh, going back to the '90s here, Mike, was a song by Meredith Brooks, and it's called "Bitch." Meredith, I think I've heard of this. Meredith, Brooks. oh, you have. Bitch. You're going to have to put an explicit warning on this podcast now. I, I am. I am. But it's the name of the song. It's not like I didn't come up with it. Yeah. Uh, but in the song, she, t- she talks what about. What would your grandma so think about things. your language? Oh, dude. dude she was, my grandma was from New Jersey and she cussed like a sailor. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> so it's like I, I only knew one of my grandparents. So the other one passed before I was born, before I got to meet or whatever. Um, but the what the one I know, yeah, she was she was salty old coot man. All right, so Meredith Brooks, bitch. Yeah, and you know that song. It's like I'm a yeah. bitch, I'm a mother, I'm a child, I'm a lover, I'm a sinner, I'm a saint. I do not feel ashamed. That's my beer. You know what I mean? It's just like all these things yeah. just come together in one thing, and they don't give a f. Right. I'll just say this. I already got one dirty, dirty in here, so I'll refrain. Uh, oh, fine, yeah. but that's that's what maybe you know what i mean it's just like this is who i am take it or, or leave it you know right whatever and uh, i feel like this beard fits that vibe very good well i'm also going to give this an 8.5 i already had that written down when you said you're 8.5 that's why i was smiling uh, nice. i'm also going to give an 8.5 uh, i'm going to pair it with a texas country artist charlie robison He's okay. got a, uh, so he is uh you may know he used to be married to natalie mains from the dixie chicks now okay. just called the chicks. Um, I haven't kept up with them too awfully much lately. So, uh, but Charlie Robinson, uh, he sings a song called "My Hometown," and when I when I when I hear that song, 
I just, it's nostalgic, right? And when we went down to Fort Worth to go on our beer tour, I just kind of, I always feel nostalgic when I'm in Texas. Um, so, I mean, you know, this, you know, I, I lived in Texas until my parents got a divorce. Uh, and then my dad, my dad's originally from the Tulsa area. So we moved back to that, that area in general. Um, so I spent a lot of my upbringing years in the great nation of Texas. So like, it's always nostalgic. So that's what, that's why I picked that song. So a quick overview before I let you take us out, Ray. Uh, We both drank Ride the Tide by Lost Rhino Brewing out of Ashburn, Virginia. Ray gave it an 8. I gave it a 7.5. Very similar ratings there. Uh, So it goes on the craft beer bucket list. Um, You paired it with Hey You by The Xyz, and I paired it with Circles by Post Malone, who is a new father. I'm going to throw that in there one more time. So uh, two new songs go on our Season 4 playlist. Uh, and after that, we had the Texas Ragers by Brutal Beer Works out of North Richland Hills, Texas, just north of Fort Worth there. Um, we both gave it an 8.5. Uh, that wasn't premeditated, I promise. Uh, you paired it with Meredith Brooks' Bitch, and I paired it with Charlie Robinson's My Hometown. Ray, two more beers that you have to try before you die. Two more beers that have to go on your craft beer bucket list. Two more beers that make a solid lineup. I love you, Ray. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for this lineup. Heck yeah, man. So I love you too, bro. Uh, so anyway, huge shout out again to our sticker sponsor, Pecan Street Brewing out of Johnson City, Texas. So thank you to Lost Rhino and Brutal Beer Works for making awesome beers that we got to try. And, but really a big, big, big thank you to all of you guys in the audience. You guys keep us going. We love doing this every week. Uh, but having uh, an audience from all over the world listening, and it just really keeps me going. So thank you. Thank you, guys. So while we're talking about this, thanks for following us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram very easily. Just search for Craft Beer Bucket List. Check us out, especially on Instagram. We get so much love there, man. I appreciate all of you guys. If you're tuning in from Apple, thank you for leaving that five-star rating and leaving a review. Mike and I love to read those. So wherever you get your podcast, I could call them out, but you know where you're listening from. Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Apple, <laughs> Amazon, just wherever. We appreciate all of you guys. And uh, one last thing, I say this, I've said it 110 times before. Please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will catch y'all on the next episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios. Crap Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.